This morning I'd like to share a little bit about what I've learned about fear. Unfortunately, I've been quite um, experienced in this area. Hopefully, uh, you're not. (laughs) And I mean that in a good way. But through our experiences, uh, I want to encourage you that if you're having a tough time right now with your thoughts, with your feelings, uh, with circumstances that are going on, health, relationship, finances, all those areas, if you're having a hard time right now, just know that in the Romans 8.28, God says that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And if you're loving God, then that's the truth. We can't always see what good's going to come out of the horrible things that we experience. But in a funny way and an unknown way to us, uh, God does always turn it around. So something good comes out of it. And it certainly doesn't feel good at the at the time that it's happening and I know all about that but uh, one thing that I've come through and I've I've recognized that I need to help others with is this spirit of fear. Um, First of all who is Jesus and who are you in Jesus? This is the uh, the key to overcoming fear because you can't, I can't and why can't we? Well because fear is a spirit and we're not, whilst we're in a spirit our human spirit is not going to be able to fight against a, um, you know, a spirit of fear. Okay, it needs to be the spirit of God that's living in us that needs to fight and dismiss and get rid of that spirit of fear. In 1 John four seventeen, he says, as he is, so are we. He's talking about Jesus. Now, did, did, does Jesus have a spirit of fear operating in him? No way. No way at all. He has no fear. He has peace. He has hope. He has love. He has joy. (laughs) That's us. As he is, so are you. So am I. Once we recognize and really hold on to accepting that that is who we are, then we start operating a little bit differently. Now, this is a mindset change, isn't it? We're, we're always changing and renewing our minds. So we're all at different places. And until it becomes a revelation in the heart, um, it's not going to change a real lot. And that's where the fight begins. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love and a sound mind. And pretty much most Christians know about this scripture. So what's that saying? It, it's saying that it is a spirit. Fear is a spirit, right? Sometimes it's a useful um, fear, but sometimes it's a spiritual fear. And when it comes against us, quite often we don't realise it or we actually embrace it by saying, and I don't want to really say this, but if you say, I am fearful, then you just identified yourself with a spirit that's outside of God. And that's where it starts to work. We need to bring every thought into the captivity of Christ. That's what he says. Bring it in. Let's check it out. If it's no good, let's throw it out. How do you throw it out? Well, in 1 Peter 5, 6 to 9, if you read that whole scripture, it'd be really good for you. I I recommend you to read that whole scripture. 1 Peter 5, 6 to 9. The crux of that that I get is that You will be exalted, that means lifted above the problems, into comfort, elevated. You'll be exalted at the due time, that's in his timing. 
So you will be exalted at due time if you'll humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. How? By casting all your cares onto him. Why? Because he cares for you. Ultimately, he's the spirit that this demonic spirit is going to be fighting and it has not got a hope. But when we're fighting it ourselves, carnally, let's say, how are we going to win? Well, that's what the devil wants. It wants you and me to fight in our flesh against it. Our fight is to come into Jesus, come into God and let him do the fighting for us. We resist the devil, but before we resist him, it says, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Because God is the one that's pushing him out, not you and me. I hope that makes sense. This is a fight that Satan wants. He wants you and me to be fighting from our flesh. And often, it, because it's the wrong one fighting, he ends up winning. Now, Jesus has already overcome the world and deprived it of its power to harm you. And the world he's talking about is the world that's outside the kingdom. So outside of the kingdom, it's Satan, the ruler of the world. Okay, so he's the evil spirit that's trying to take you and me down, but he won't when we're in God, when we're believing what he says in our heart. And it takes a revelation, but give up. Give up. Completely is to surrender to God. That's what we need to do. There's a scripture in Ephesians 2, 3 to 4, I think it is. It says something like, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but rather in humility consider yourself or consider others of more value than yourself. So we're to consider others of more value than ourselves. Why? Why? I ask, why did he say that? I mean, how can I consider someone that's, you know, betrayed me or, or lied to me or, you know, hurt me in some way? How can I consider them of more value? Well, because he, he loves them. He absolutely loves them and he loves you. He loves me. And he's told us to do that because it will be helpful for us. It will be useful for us. If we're not um, giving God everything, if he's not everything in our life and we're still something, then he can't be everything. He can't take everything on because we're still taking it on for ourselves. I hope that makes sense. So when we're thinking of other people and we're considering them a more value than ourselves, and we're trying to help them and we're loving them regardless of what they've done to us or to others, then he can operate and we'll be in him. But if we're thinking about ourselves, what it means to me, how I feel, um, what's it going to do to the future, this is bad, I can't take this, all those th thoughts, if we're, if we're into those, then it's all about ourself. Now, ourself means we've moved away from God. True? So in ourself, we've become prideful. Pride is about ourself. Pride has many um, intricacies. It's, um, you know, someone that's even shy, shy of speaking to someone else. That's pride because they're thinking about themselves. 
They're not thinking about how can I help that other person? Maybe what I'm going to say is going to be really good for them. So if we can get into the area of uh, considering others more valuable than ourselves and focusing on how we can help them, then we'll be into Jesus. We'll be into God full time. We'll seek his kingdom first. And in Matthew 6.33, where it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things, everything that you need will be added to you.